0: Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at t e e at yahoo.com. Treasury, PAL Season 2, Chapter 2, Paragraph 17, Parag Bet, Mishnah Yud Zayin. Rabbi Yossi Omer Rabbi Yossi says, <speaking in Hebrew> Your fellow's belonging and money, quite literally the translation would be, should be as dear to you as your own. Apply yourself or prepare yourself also to study the Torah. For it is not yours by inheritance. And let all your deeds be for the sake of heaven. What I love about if, is, is, if it, excuse me, is that it gives nice, practical daily advice. It's not just moral teachings. It's not just ethical teachings, but it's really a guideline. The whole Torah, the whole Bible is really a guideline for life, but the ethics of the fathers Avos, really gives specific ways of how to go about your daily ideas and daily tasks in order to be better in the world and to train yourself to be better. So here we see that we got to be more worried about our fellow's Belongings than our own, really that we should be as we should be as worried about their belongings as our own, but really even more theirs than uh, than ourselves and we got to apply ourselves and prepare ourselves to study the Torah if we're studying for a final exam, how much more so we have to prepare ourselves to study the Torah to study. God's law and to make ourselves occupied with the right things, because it doesn't just come by inheritance. No one's going to put a book on your head and it's going to go into your brain without doing anything. You have to toil over it. You have to exert yourself over it. And your deeds should be for the sake of heaven. If we had a focus that our deeds were for the sake of heaven, maybe half the bad deeds that we do or half the dumb things we do wouldn't happen because we would know that the deeds really have to be for the sake of heaven. Let's see what the comments say. Your fellow's money dear to you as your own. One should be as concerned for someone else's property and money as for his own. This is like what Hillel says in Shabbos. Whatever you find hateful to yourself, do not do to your friend. As Meir explains, Alvostor Abedin offers an example. One should never publicly criticize the quality of any goods being offered for sale since they may dissuade potential buyers. If the merchandise is of a good quality, you should praise it. If it's inferior, you should say, I don't know. Apply yourself to study the Torah, for it is not yours by inheritance. A lot of times we read a lot of the comments. Sometimes we're going to skip around to do different comments in the interest of time. So apply yourself to the Torah, for it is not yours by inheritance. One must not delude himself into thinking that by virtue of the fact that his father and forefathers were scholars, he too will become a scholar, even without sweat and toil. It doesn't just come to you. It's not just going to get implanted in your brain. You have to work over it. You have to sweat over it. Success at Torah studies achieved only through the investment of personal effort. Unlike a monetary inheritance, which is acquired effortlessly, Torah knowledge can be achieved only by those who actively seek it. As Rashi and Rav says, One may be blessed with towering intellect, yet without toil he would not succeed in Torah study. Meiri also explains with a message, How many rivers have dried up? How many rocks have yielded water? Many people imbued with great natural talent did not utilize their godly gifts and spiritually dried up. While others, ostensibly with the limited abilities, have by dint of great effort made themselves into prolific scholars. Let's see what the other comments say. When it says Sha'inu Yerushalach, for it is not yours by inheritance, it seems to contradict the biblical verse which teaches the Torah is the inheritance of the congregation of Jacob in Devarim. The explanation is that the inheritance excuse me, the I just lost my place, sorry. The word Shani Urushala, for it is you not know yours by inheritance seems to contradict the biblical verse which right, which teaches that Torah is the inheritance of the congregation of Jacob from Devaram. Again, let's try that again. The explanation is that the inheritance of Torah, and I'm sorry for that, I apologize for that. The inheritance of the Torah is the property of the nation as a whole. However, every individual must be prepared to persevere in Torah study in order to receive his personal share in the natural heritage from the Pharisees and Ruach Chaim and Sfas Emes. Beis Yisrael offers a different explanation. Torah knowledge itself is the heritage of the Jewish nation. However, one must apply himself to the study of the Torah. For it, the necessary preparation one needs to acquire, that precious heritage is not yours by inheritance. One must exert himself in the preparation, see Rav Yonah, above. This is analogous to a group of orphans who are to receive a large inheritance from their father, consisting of money and precious gems. The executor of the estate, instructed them to bring luggage to carry away their shares. What? They exclaimed, such a magnificent estate, and we must bring suitcases? Aren't there any among the items left us by our father? No, answered the executor. Your father bequeathed you a fantastic fortune, but he didn't leave you in what even one basket or piece of luggage. That you must provide yourself. Our father granted us the most precious legacy, his Torah. However, we must provide the proper receptacle for that inheritance. By refining our characters and character traits, and freeing ourselves from the shackles of decadence and narcissism, we shape ourselves into fitting vehicles to bear our godly heritage. God willing, let all your deeds be for the sake of heaven. All areas of life are a venue for increasing the honor of heaven. Even the most seemingly mundane functions of life are elevated when they are performed in the service of God. That's why a lot of material things we make into spiritual. That's why we take the mundane and we elevate and we sanctify. We take wine We take grape juice and we make blessings on it and we sanctify it. We take common things and we make it sanctified. We take interpersonal relationships and we make it more holy through all the laws and all the things. And we take even the marital relationship and we make it into a much more holier things with the cycle and laws around that also. In this clause, we are charged to let all of our deeds be done for the sake of heaven, even the common Everyday practices of eating and drinking which should be elevated from a biological need to an exercise in preparing a healthy body to fulfill the will of God, as Rav Yonah and Rav explains. And Rosh Bam extends this dictum to all areas of life. Even activities that generally are viewed negatively may be harnessed for a greater goal. For example, levity, while generally frowned upon, can be used to put people at ease and in a relaxed frame of mind, thus allowing them to concentrate on their Torah study and their performance In this fashion... What might in some cases be a transgression is transformed into service of heaven. See Brachos 63a. The Talmud relates that Eliyahu Anavi, Elijah the prophet, one of my favorite characters in Tanakh, one of my favorite neviim. he was so zealous for the sake of God. He comes to every bris circumcision of the Jewish ceremony and he comes to every Seder, the Passover Seder. So Eliyahu and navi once introduced Rab Baroka to two people who were destined for the world to come. When Rav asked their professions, they, they, they replied that they were comedians who cheered up the depressed and used their humor to patch up quarrels from Tanis. It was this positive use of humor that earned them a place in the world to come. The Talmud also indicates that it was sometimes customary among Torah teachers to relate a humorous matter before beginning the lecture in order to lessen the pressure felt by the students. So you have to make sure your deeds are for the sake of heaven, from this mission, you have to make sure that you work and toil over the Torah, you work and toil over your studies, not just material studies, but religious studies, especially within the Torah. And you also have to realize that other people's possessions should be as dear to you as as your own. You wouldn't want anyone to break your iPhone, don't break their iPhone. You wouldn't want anyone to break your car, etc. Don't do that to other people. So join us next time as we talk about being careful in praying, and make sure that it's not a set routine. Here on the PAL with Tani G, and I'm your host, Tani G.